Dear listeners, Sairam, we now bring you Vahini Satsang. Today's episode was first aired on the 3rd August 2017 as part of Thursday Live programs on Asia Stream of Radio Sai. This program is hosted by Team Radio Sai's Bishu. Saram dear listeners and welcome once again to Vahini Satsang the last leg of our Thursday live programs and today we are really blessed to have in the studios for the Vahini Satsang Mr Kishore Madhum Shetiwar for those of us who have had the opportunity to study in the portals of bhagwan's institutions and pursue management especially in the 80s and 90s all the alumni of the school of business management accounting and finance which is now called department of management studies would very fondly recall kishore sir someone who was more interested and painstakingly striving for every student's spiritual growth than his growth in the material subjects and he was someone personally guided by bhagwan and swami wanted that the awareness course be a part of the curriculum at every class in the undergraduate as well as postgraduate courses and for the mba students and the mfm students the awareness class the awareness paper was called self awareness and personality development and kishore sir was the right person to handle that subject and he continues even till this day to guide the students informally he goes to the college and there are a lot of students who come to him for guidance on their spiritual path someone who has spent a lot of time studying bhagwan's literature studying the vahinis as well as other scriptures someone who has spent a lot of time ruminating on the lives of saints and that is the reason why his classes to used to be so interesting because he would weave it in with a lot of beautiful anecdotes even as he would convey very deep insights and lessons from the scriptures and explain bhagwan's teachings so it's really a blessing that we have kishore sir in the studios today as we move on in our vahini satsang today is the 26th episode of vahini satsang we are with prema vahini and we are doing chapter 9 so the fifth segment of chapter 9 is where we are at this point in time so let's listen to 9.5 and then we will give the floor to kishore sir to share his experience of course sai prakash has always is here with us joining us in this program the co-host of this show so let's listen to 9.5 ento mandi sadhakulu sanyasulu kuda itti ahankaramulu chotichi sadhinchina sadbhavamulanu kuda kolpovuchundru otti panditya moolamuna prayojanam ledu peru pratishthalu pondavachu aatmanandamu leni peru pratishthalu punadi leni godalu శాస్త్రములు వేదములు ఉపనిషత్తుల యొక్క తత్వములు జీవితమున ఆచరణలోనికి రావలను అట్లు ఆచరణలోనికి రాని ఎన్ని మాటలైనను ఎట్టి పాండిత్యమైనను ప్రయోజనముండదు అట్టివి ఆచరణలోనికి వచ్చుటకు నాకు తెలియను అన్న అహంకారమును వదిలి అందులోని యథార్థ సారమును యోచించవలను once they harbor ego in them mere scholarship is of no use you may acquire name and fame but such name and fame without the bliss of the self is like a wall without foundation 
the principles present in the scriptures vedas and upanishads needs to be practiced in life without putting them into action any amount of scholarship and speeches are of no avail to practice them in life one needs to shed the ego feeling of i know and reflect on the real essence contained in the vedas upanishads and the scriptures పంచాంగమందు పది దుక్కుల వర్షము కురియునని వ్రాయబడి ఉండా ఆ పంచాంగమును పది మడతలు పెట్టి పులిమినను ఒక చుక్కైనా నీరు వచ్చునా రాదు ఎందుకు వర్షము వచ్చునటి విషయమును తెలుపట పంచాంగ లక్షణము కాని నీటితో తడుపోని పంచాంగము వచ్చుటలేదు ఆ పది దుక్కుల నీరు పై మేఘములయందున్నది అట్లే సర్వతత్వములు నీతి నియమములు సద్వాక్యములు మన కర్తవ్య ధర్మములు ఇత్యాది మార్గములు విమర్శించి తెలుపుటే శాస్త్రవేద ఉపనిషత్తుల మహాలక్షణము కాని ముక్తిని శాంతిని సాక్షాత్కారమును అందులో ఇముడ్చుకొని రావు వాటిలో తెలుపబడిన మార్గమును నియమములను నీతులను అనుసరించినా ఆ తత్ఫలమును పొందవచ్చునే కాని ఊరక చదివి అన్యూ తెలుసుకుంటిమన్న అహంకారము పడిన మమకారముతోనే మరణప్రాప్తి అట్టి నిజము తెలియని మరణము పునర్జన్మమునకు పునాది Just because the almanac indicates about the impending 10 units of rain even if one folds it 10 times and squeezes it hard can even a drop of water be extracted from it never why because the purpose of the almanac is only to give information about the rain but not to carry rain with it those 10 units of rain are present in the clouds above So to the mark of all Vedas Upanishads and scriptures is to present and explain to us the path towards the sacred principles rules and regulations right precepts our codes of duties and so on however they don't bring with them peace liberation and the vision of the divine but if one treads the path mentioned in them and adheres to the rules and regulations one can attain the desired results on the other hand if one merely reads these books and is filled with the ego of that knowledge such attachment will lead one to death such a death without the realization of the truth is the foundation for rebirth so that is the segment we heard 9.4 as well as 9.5 i thought uh, 9.4 very beautifully flows into 9.5 we have the same thought process where bhagwan is uh, stressing on the importance of practice isn't it sir like i was reminded as we were listening to this how bhagwan used to mention that uh, if you just have on the in front of you uh, the plate where there is potato and chapati and if you keep saying potato chapati potato chapati it will never go into you you have to put your hand and take that potato chapati and use your hand to put it in your mouth and mash the potato chapati in your mouth only then that will convert into energy i mean that is something that occurred to me but i mean um, i think that is what uh, is one of the emphasis here isn't isn't it sir well before i contemplate and say something on this let me invoke ekadantaya vidmahe vakratundaya dhimahi tanno dantim prachodayat ekadantaya vidmahe vakratundaya dhimahi తన్నోదంతి ప్రచోదయాతీస్థిరవర్తీందేగద్గురు సత్యసాయినాథాయ శరణం ప్రభో స 
Sairam to everybody. Wonderful. Sairam sir. So Pushti sir said, can we just keep on saying chapati potato, chapati potato? But I would like to add to this. I am focusing fully on what Bhagawan has said in this paragraph. Bhagawan's teachings are ocean, ocean. Out of that, he has told us to contemplate today on this matter. Bhagawan said very often, the gramophone, the tape recorder, the CDs go on playing bhajans. But <laughs> CD or gramophone <laughs> or cassettes, they don't get liberation. <laughs> they don't get liberation. Mm. Now, liberation is for man. Now, he has said, whatever is written in the scripture. Hmm. Now, the question, all that I am doing is to educate myself, not to anybody. I am trying to ruminate and educate myself. Some problems come up in my life, I contemplate like this and try to overcome the problems to practice values. I am just expressing what happens to me, to everybody. Sure. Teacher is only Baba. We are all spiritual co-travelers. <laughs> Absolutely. Now when you say scripture means what? See, scriptures are endless. Mm. But major scriptures whether it is Bhagavad Gita, whether it is Bible, whether it is Quran, or whether it is Puran, mm. or whether it is Buddha's Mahayan, Hinyan, Vajrayan, which scripture? But I am clear. Swami's dharma, which he told, which I will sum up at the end, is universal. Mm. And scriptures, if you see all of them, there is a congruence of thought. There is no contradiction mm. on certain issues. And the goal of following virtues, there is a congruence, there is a commonality of thought, and that goal is mentioned in all scriptures. What do you want to say on this? No, absolutely, sir. I mean, uh, it's also very important for people to understand this. Because... Uh, Unless, first of all, you have an open mind, only then you will think of integrating and reading different scriptures. <laughs> and once you have read them, then only you can find the commonality. God and God's men, angels, great seekers, saints came at different times in different places. Depending on the circumstances, they preached what is really needed at that point of time. Correct. At that point of time. Coming straight to the point when Bhagawan is saying this, for what purpose to practice scripture? Hmm. I like one quotation from Bible. And see, Jesus says very clearly, Seek thy kingdom first, everything else will be added unto you. Hmm. Quran talks about kingdom of God, hell and heaven. And it cautions man. It cautions man. Bhagavad Gita is a total gospel of salvation. So today somebody may ask me, see this is common in all scriptures. Why should I, I must first ask one, once I ask this question to myself, why should I practice values? <laughs> why should I practice virtue? Hmm. Why? Like a nomad and a tribe I asked this question long ago. But only after coming to Baba, I got a clear-cut answer, hmm. a driving force, and an anchor that will keep on moving me. Until it is not attained, it will keep on moving me. And what is that? Salvation. That is a factor which will motivate us hmm. to practice values and virtues mentioned in the scriptures. But um, to play the devil's advocate, someone will say, I don't know what is salvation, I can't imagine what is salvation, why should I even think of salvation? I am only thinking about now. How is it going to help me now? If, if, if practicing virtues is going to reduce my happiness, if it is going to reduce, make my life uncomfortable, why should I practice virtues? 
कि आई डोंट केयर अबाउट सैल्वेशन जंतु नाम नर जन्म दुर्लभम भगवान सेज दैट ह्यूमन लाइफ कम्स आफ्टर 84 थाउजेंड एटी फोर मिलियन एटी फोर मिलियन एटी फोर मिलियन स्पीसीज बट ऑल मैन बॉर्न आर नॉट मैन बाय so all human beings may not at all look into this matter they may not all may not have inclination to look into this matter of value virtue and salvation but bhagwan has told you read scriptures it is mentioned in this paragraph what is the use of merely reading scriptures <laughs> so at least those who read scriptures those who have come to bhagwan baba and yet we can't try to get into depth of it i think we are i'm worst of a man than a person who has never seen all this hmm. even that man's time may come yes sooner or later correct but i may tell you one thing why a question arises even to a man of this nature who who says that that why should i practice value and why should i practice virtue i may put it the other way around are you otherwise free to do everything that you are wanting to do <laughs> no no take a example i am taking example take for example carl jung theory of conscious unconscious etc and the modern psychologists like sigmund freud they all said there is something in you which has come to you through long long trials trouble tribulations and it is built into in your psyche that few things you will never try to practice and there is something in you which bridles you from practicing something which you feel is not going to be accepted by society hmm. so i may put it this way that a person who questions value and virtue i want to ask this thing are you fully free to do whatever you want no it means you are already practicing few things <laughs> very true sir very true you are already practicing few things now very often bhagwan said one important thing on this matter and see i told you i want to approach this problem and discussion on this only from one point of view what are the obstacles that may come in our way to practice and how to remove though bhagwan baba has not mentioned directly in this place but no vaini is all vainis are linked and they are linked together correct so let me see bhagwan once told see you wear spectacles to see that to see properly but somebody may say this spectacle is a obstacle on me <laughs> <laughs> correct though the spectacle is obstacle yet when you put the obstacle like a spectacle you can see clearly mm-hmm. so if this obstacle i look at it look at it as a spectacle and see something better after that then use it then use it <laughs> then you know you know more it is an obstacle thing. it's no more an obstacle it's a spectacle you know what there is a book joy of stress oh mm-hmm. <laughs> never heard of thriving it. on chaos ah, yes. thriving on chaos yes. i have heard about that joy of stress mm-hmm. thriving on chaos mm-hmm. finally when you say practice what you mean say oh my goodness so much of strain <laughs> oh my goodness so much of burden mm-hmm. but i want to move into some kind of a history little bit of history sure 
little bit of history. If you stop and ask me some questions if required, please. Uh. Yeah, please sure, answer. Sure. <laughs> and bring me back on the hmm. track because I should not move out of the track. Hmm. We are very much on the track. Please go. <laughs> <laughs> See, in the life of Guru Nanak Dev Ji, there is a beautiful instance. When I first read this, second time in my life, first time when I read this was in 80s, later on when I came to Bhagwan, and when I heard this directly from Bhagwan, I read it deeply. See, what happened, Guru Nanak Dev Ji was invited to two people's house in a village. Mm-hmm. One was a very, I would say, materially very rich man. Mm-hmm. And another was materially poor, but virtuous, virtue-wise very rich. So Guru Nanak Dev Ji chose to go to a place of a person who was materially poor. Mm-hmm. But virtue-wise he was very really rich. Mm-hmm. And he ate sumptuous lunch. But that lunch, though he called sumptuous, Bhagavan explained, it was some little bit of dried, almost dried chapati mm-hmm. and some onion, some little bit of milk and he was so happy. The rich man of the village who was materially rich man had a complaint and he came to Nanak Devji and he asked why he chose to go to the poor man's hut first and not come to the palace, his palace. Then Nanakji said, come on. You bring chapati from your house mm-hmm. and he told the poor man, bring your chapati. Mm-hmm. He held two chapatis in his hand. Mm-hmm. Poor man's, materially poor man's chapati mm-hmm. and a materially rich man's chapati and he, he just squeezed them. Mm-hmm. From the chapati of a materially poor man, when he squeezed, honey dropped. Wow. Oh. Honey dropped, mm-hmm. nectar dropped, and rich man, materially rich man's chapati, when he squeezed, blood drops poured out. Oh my God. Mm. Then Nanakji said, this is the difference. Your wealth has been earned through unrighteous means. His wealth is a righteous wealth. That's why the four Purusharthas say that Dharma, Artha, Kama, Moksha. Bhagavan never says we should become parasites. No, no. We should earn. We should earn, but through righteous means. Artha should be earned through Dharma. Dharma is not for Artha. Neither it is dharma. Our goal of life is to earn artha. No, 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 no. Goal of life is moksha. But yet, artha should be earned through dharmic means. What do you say? Absolutely. This is very clear from the life of Guru Nanak Dev Ji. Very interesting story, sir. Very interesting. <laughs> Want to ask? I have n- never heard this story. This really. was narrated by Baba also. Beautiful, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Any question? Hmm. No, I think it's, <laughs> it's really uh, very beautiful. I think um, I was just reminded of how someone very beautifully distinguished. I think Swami also has mentioned uh, the difference between uh, uh, Dhana and Lakshmi. They say the wealth that you earn through virtuous means, that is what is Lakshmi. And that's why you have Lakshmi uh, sitting on the lotus because the lotus is completely uh, unattached. The lotus is the symbol of uh, purity because no impurity can touch the lotus. You know, the moment any slush or any mud falls on the lotus, everything just has to roll down. They say Lakshmi is always on the lotus. That is what is Lakshmi. Swami says that what we need to earn is Lakshmi, not Dhana. Dhana is just um, uh, wealth and all wealth is not Lakshmi, but all Lakshmi is wealth. <laughs> So there are Ashta Lakshmis. Yes. Dhana Lakshmi is only one Correct. part of it. Correct. Ashta Lakshmi, one of them is Moksha Lakshmi also. 
Mm-hmm. Everything is wealth. Yeah. Sakaleshwarya. Yeah. Yes. So there are Ashtalakshmis. Now, if I look at one important thing, major obstacle, I was just thinking for my own life, how, why, I mean, what is that which stops me from practicing virtues mentioned in scripture? Let me analyze that. Mm-hmm. And I felt the other way around. What if I don't practice and what if I practice? Hmm. If I practice, there are problems. As if there are no problems if I don't practice. <laughs> Is there no suffering if I don't practice? <laughs> Finally, if I practice, what will happen? I may die. Death is going to come even otherwise. <laughs> yes. I am not going to become immortal by not practicing virtues. <laughs> so therefore, ultimate fear is a fear of unknown fear of unknown fear of death fear of loss several fears come in the way and competition oh he is doing all this nonsense he is so rich I am not doing this so I am so poor Mm. comparison Mm. but if it is for the sake of salvation and kingdom of God we should be able, able, ready to pay any price. And how we assumed that we'll be less happy and we'll be less, uh, we'll be more miserable. All these negative perceptions and thinkings have to be removed through our own solid reasoning. Major root cause of all this fear is fear of death and the cause of that is Belief that I am this body. Hmm. Though not mentioned here, Bhagwan has mentioned this in Dharma Vaini. Hmm. Root cause of all fears is this. Fear that arises out of belief that I am this body. I am this body but are we this really this body? We have the body, but we are not only the body. Correct. So that's why he said, Bhagwan said, how we he has himself given the guidance about how we can really lead a virtuous life and remove fears. One one sentence is enough. One sentence is enough from Dharma Vaini. See how millions of people, their perceptions will change. Bhagavan can bring tons and tons of scriptures in one sentence. (laughs) One sentence. Mm. And what is it? Change your point of view from I am this body. Like it means, he says, I am this deha. To I am Deva. Hmm. I am Deha to I am Deva. Hmm. I am this body to I am God. I am not the seen, but I am the seer. I am the seer. This, to me personally, this has helped a lot to remove many obstacles which come in the way of practicing virtues. Not that. I am able to practice fully. No, no, no. Not yet. (laughs) But he has shown us the way. What if, see, we are born ordinary humans. Dano mano, mano mano, daivi mano. That's our journey. But Bhagavan has given sufficient scope for everything. Uh, Once I asked Bhagavan directly this question, but the answer was for everybody. Hmm. I asked Bhagavan, and he has mentioned this in open discourse. I asked Bhagwan, Bhagwan, am I a demon? Am I a demon even now? Mm. Then he said no. Mm. And he said something beautifully. Mm-hmm. Which is universally, it will be universally very, it's a universal truth. 
and everybody will enjoy this. We will have some hope. <laughs> As someone said, you know, life with Satya Sai Baba is an endless hope. Hmm. Bhagavan said, see, this is Satya Sai Baba's opinion. We are talking about Guru and God, Satya Sai Baba. There may be other avatars, other gurus, their opinions. I am not concerned about that at this moment. Hmm. I do salute all, but my Guru and God is Satya Sai Baba. And I enjoy. And his teachings are absolutely universal and complete. What he said, if you accept, the one who accepts the error is a man. Mm -hmm. The one who doesn't accept the error is a demon. Mm -hmm. And the one who makes no error is God and I am that. Bhagavan said, I make no error. Mm. Means what? Wow. Immediately after that, in the same discourse, openly he said, I don't practice truth. I don't practice dharma. Listen carefully. I don't practice truth. I don't practice dharma. What I speak is true. What I do is dharma. Hmm. We should travel to attain such a status. Good. Amazing. <laughs> That's the whole journey. It should become spontaneous to us. Hmm. Truth and dharma should become spontaneous to us. <laughs> Wonderful. Like, sir, you were mentioning about uh, how after you had this realization uh, that Bhagwan has mentioned in the Dharma Vaini about uh, knowing yourself as the seer and not the seeing. And that sort of, that point of view has really helped you in your spiritual journey. It has removed a lot of obstacles. This journey from I am Deha to I am the Deva. Can I ask you, how do you practice this in a day-to-day -day life? How has this translated in your life, in your uh, daily activities, in your spiritual practices, even as you do your normal routine? There is an intellectual understanding, but that intellectual understanding has to somehow translate into our daily life, isn't it, sir? Look here. Before having this understanding that I am not the seen but the seer, I was continuing in this world Correct. with some other understanding. Hmm. Correct? Yes. Now I am continuing in this world with this understanding. What you should be asking me is different. Mm -hmm. What basically you want to ask me, does it lead to neglect? Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Our fear is this. <laughs> mm -hmm. If I start thinking like this, see, one is to think, another is get fully grooved into this conviction of this. Correct? Few things which I was struggling hard to practice before, I am able to practice them like a joy, feather. It has become lighter for me to practice those virtues by this change of perception. That I am Deha. No, I am Deva. I am the seer, not the seen. What you, I feel, I feel strongly somewhere, I think in the hearts of hearts you may be thinking, if I start contemplating like this, will there be a neglect of my some duties? Am I right, sir? No, well, that is one aspect of the question, where some might think that, you know, having that kind of an understanding in our daily life, it will be very difficult to do our normal routine. And that's exactly what is... That, that's what, that's no, what that I is, mean. That is one aspect of it, mm. yes, definitely. But... Um, what I was also trying to say is, how do you translate that? I mean, both are related, yes. Uh, how do you really translate that in a practical See, look way? here. I am talking about two contemplations. Not too many things. Let's take two contemplations. One is a belief that I am this body and doing my work. And another is a belief I am not this body and doing, doing the work. work. Yes. So, yeah. what is the difference? The difference is, this is a better, this is a better perception. 
I have more love towards my people. I am more conscious that I should not hurt anybody. I am more conscious that I should follow the laws of the land. Why? Daiva Preeti Papa Bhiti Sanganiti is gradually getting into my being. And there is a great joy in doing this. So, I think what, as you are saying, if you just bring this shift in your consciousness, That's all. everything else just happens when you being becoming a virtuous person just automatically happens. Yes. Virtues will give you thrill to practice wow. than being a burden. Wow. But, uh, uh, well, at the end I want to come to the modern day, real modern day management struggle. Mm-hmm. And what Bhagwan has told about it. At the end of it, I will come uh, come back to this. But I would like to bring one thought from a great Sufi, a very powerful saint, very powerful saint. Many of us would have heard this song, Damadam Mastakalamdar Alida Pahala Number. Many people have heard this. I know. This one particular great Sufi saint who in those days erstwhile Pakistan earlier Pakistan that time he lived there and he said beautifully why should he practice virtue somebody asked him you practice virtues yes by the way I'll tell you one more name I am drawn to this personality and even people like Vinobaji Bhave and Mahatma Gandhiji used to quote. Hmm. You heard the lion of the desert? This word? Lion of the desert. Anyone can watch this movie. Very nice movie. Mm-hmm. Normally I don't see these movies, but this one I will see. Omar Mukhtar. Mm-hmm. Second World War time. Hmm. A great saint, but a warrior saint. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And he practiced Quran and was used from Quran to the core. To the core. Now you may say, but what is the use? He lost the battle here, but I would say he has won the battle for up. <laughs> Another saint about whom I was saying who wrote this, Damadam Mastakalandar, someone asked him, why these virtues? Why these values? Again, everybody who asks this question for first no ill also. Anybody is asking the person who asks this question may be already following some virtues. Mm-hmm. But yet we ask this question. Yet he said, "Kar khud ko bulanda itna, kar khud ko bulanda itna, ke har takdeer se pehle khuda ke." बंदे से खुद पूछे कि बंदे बता तेरी रजा क्या है मीनिंग ओ मैन रेज योर सेल्फ सो मच रेज योर सेल्फ सो मच दैट एवरी टाइम खुदा गॉड वांट्स टू राइट समथिंग इन योर फेट शुड आस्क यू व्हाट शैल आई राइट व्हाट शैल आई राइट इन योर फेट Wow. Hmm. Mahatma Gandhi used to say, and there's a beautiful song. Sajan re jhoot mat bolo, khuda ke paas jana hai, na hati hai na ghoda, waha to pahal hi jana. Sajan re jhoot mat bolo, khuda ke paas jana hai. So, body may perish, but soul will flourish. Swami is more interested in our soul flourishing, but shall I tell you, it is our fear that we'll become paupers, we'll lose everything if we practice this. I put the other way around. What if we lose? We are not going to carry this. <laughs> Bhagwan used to say, you are not going to carry your sansar, but you are going to carry the sanskar. Yes. And that's why he mentioned the last line of that paragraph. Yes. If you are attached, yes. it is a seed for the next birth. Yes, correct. But I would like to say the other way around. Hmm. 
Hmm. A much novel thought. Hey, there is a freedom to generate good thoughts, huh? Guru Gobind Singh drew a parallel. Swami used to love Guru Gobind Singh. Hmm. And his name is written in Satya Sai Vaini. You can see that. Hmm. And Bhagavan once said about Guru Gobind Singh Ji, you refer to Satya Sai Vaini, he says, his name shall remain up to eternity. Guru Gobind Singh Ji once said, I am talking in reference to the last line of 9.5 paragraph yes. of Prem Vaini, what is responsible for bondage and rebirth, seed of the rebirth, but there are people of much higher altitude. No, why not? I should talk and think higher things having come to Satya Sai Baba. <laughs> I should aim high and soar high. Mm. My father has taught me that, Satya Sai Baba. <laughs> now he said, Guru Gobind Singh, he said that, he said our prayer should be like this. This Lord Satya Sai Baba who gave us this, this gospel, we should pray to him only. His mighty power, how we should pray? Guru Gobind Singh, he said this. O Lord Parabrahma Parmeshwara, my surrender to you be complete and may I be born on the surface of Mother Earth again and again and sacrifice my life for the sake of truth and dharma. I neither seek kingdom of God nor I seek salvation. Wow. And something like what Vivekananda also mentioned. True. Love is for love's sake. Truth is for truth's sake. Dharma is for dharma's sake. Now the question comes, Mother Earth is never bereft of dharma. That's what Bhagavan said. Yada yadai dharmasya glanir bhavati bharata. Glani does not mean total destruction of dharma, but decline in practice of dharma. Yes. Means every individual to some extent he is practicing dharma. But Bhagavan said, no, why little? Why little extent? That's why Bhagavan, Sri Arvindoji says, practice of dharma is what it will lead to. It will make God grow in man. Wow. Hmm. God grow in man. Fantastic. You asked me some question, I... <laughs> There's nothing to ask. I mean, it's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, just contemplating. You know, as you're, as you're talking about these final moments, you know, uh, how um, even if you don't practice, you're not going to take anything with you when you leave. I was just reminded of uh, one uh, um, incident, I mean, a story which Bhagwan also narrated. Swami says that uh, when this person is about to die and uh, you know so all these people are around him and uh, so he's you know so he is perhaps in a state of mind where you know he's able to read the mind of all the people as he's about to die and so each person there he's thinking about Mera kya hoga? You know, what will happen to me what the son is thinking what will happen to me the wife is thinking what will happen to me and you know the uh, son-in-law is thinking what will happen to me and he's thinking all my life I have spent, you know, trying to amass this wealth. I have a house, I have a shop, I have a uh, bank bank balance, I have FDs. Why are these people still thinking what, what is going to happen to me? And he's telling, each one of you is thinking what will happen to me. But nobody is thinking what will happen to me. <laughs> I am dying here. Nobody is thinking what will happen to him. And he's saying, I have worked all my life thinking, you know, caring for you, but you're all the time thinking only what is that. So I think that is what... <laughs> Bhagwan gave an example of King, who was a Napoleon? Yes, uh, Alexander. Alexander the Great. Yes, yes. When he was leaving the body. Yes. What did he say? Yes. What did he say? My hands take, are... Take me in the procession with yeah. my hands Hands turned. Up. Mm. Huh. Yes. And so that people see that I'm not taking anything with me. Yes. But actually you are taking sanskar, sanskar, merit, sin, errors, yes, victories, everything you are taking, but not this world. Yeah. By the way, I am purposely going to take a different example altogether now. Mm-hmm. Uh, people, purposely I want to do, tell this. Hmm. 
purposely. <laughs> it may demotivate some people <laughs> and it may motivate some people. I am I am motivated to this. This is finally my aim. <laughs> what is that? Spirituality is not is not for somebody who wears only akar robe. Spirituality, people did not take to spirituality and practicing virtues because they were poor and they wanted to somehow escape misery and poverty. Yes. No, no, no. I want to take just mention three names but talk about talk more about one. We talk about Bharat. We talk about Mother Ganga. I want to ask a question. How Ganga came to existence on this earth? Bhagirath was a great king. He did penance. Not for himself. He need not have left his kingdom and got Ganga. That's why earlier days in India pursued spiritual practice. How should be the effort? Baba also used to say Bhagirath Prayatna. Mm. Correct, correct. That should be the intensity of Bhagirath Prayatna. Which Ganga you have to bring? Jnana Ganga. Jnana Ganga. Why should Satya Sai Baba give me free? No. You should make us go through the crucible. Make us go through the crucible. Next. Look at Ashoka. He had everything in ample. But look at that. When he saw some monks, Buddham Charanam Gachami, Dhammam Charanam Gachami, Sangham Charanam Gachami, they are so serene, contemplative, peaceful faces. Ashoka felt this victory is not going to give me this. So forget about it. Total Vairagya. Total renunciation. Instantly it happened. Instantly. This is called instant liberation. Today is the world of instant. <laughs> I can tell you. I don't mistake me. Satya Sai. Most instant God. You do <laughs> one good thing today, you will be rewarded then and there thousand times. <laughs> really? Mm. Absolutely. Third. That is my aim. Meera. Hmm. Santa Meera. Queen. What happened? Who is therefore seeing? He left everything. Why? It means there was some intoxication higher than so-called material wealth. I am not against material wealth, but I am showing you an example who had ample of everything, yet he felt there is something more. And that's how he left everything. What is that? Kaisilagi lagan Mira hoi magan Mira mahalo me pali Banke jogan chali Oto gali gali Hari gun gane lagi Kaisi lagi lagan Mira hoi magan Kaisi lagi lagan Banke jogan chali Oto gali gali Hari gun gane lagi <laughs> Look at me, yeah? It means there is intoxication. When you are possessed with that, higher intoxication, these lower intoxications will fail to have any effect on us. Now, since we are talking to all types of people and I am from management field, to sum up, what is the basic learning from this one paragraph? I felt Daiva Preeti Papabhiti Sanghaniti Sanghaniti Morality in society Removal of immorality will lead you to immortality. That is the only way to immortality. Now Sanghaniti While I was by Bhagavan's grace, I got opportunity to interact with students in management faculty. I am still a student. Anyway, someone asked me this question very recently. I will not quote his name, but it is very simple. Someone asked me this question. These values, these virtues, all these ethics, I, I said, 
I am just gone. Yeah, what happened to you all of a sudden? Can I ask him a question? Are we not practicing in today's world? Let us take modern management, corporate sector, business, etc., etc. Today's situation, Bhagavan explained this in some other way, in man management book of Prashanti Nilami University, you can read. Look here. Either because of consumerism and excessive customer awareness and intelligent customers, yes. regulations, competition, open economy, will be either forced or sourced <laughs> to practice good things, will be made to practice good things, will sweat, will be made to sweat. Every pie the customer pays will be made to sweat in this today's world. Okay? All right. I wanted to convert that man's labor into something which will give him joy and a challenge to rise up. Hmm. We should have some challenges which will make our spirit thrive up. I hear a dynamic man saying this. He has sample of money, he has sample of knowledge. But why all of a sudden he became dull? Mm -hmm. Then I asked him, I want to connect every effort to spirituality. I'm sorry. It is, I mean, otherwise there's no point in becoming Baba's, Baba's student. <laughs> then I asked him, so either by source or by force, you are already practicing virtue. But, like, only the goldsmith knows the value of the gold and others throw it in dustbin. The diamond is thrown into a, like a stone in the dustbin because I am not a goldsmith. Same way. These values and these virtues which will be made to practice because of several source, force, etc., etc. What are you gaining out of it? What are you dragging out of it? We are utilizing it only for worldly gains. Whereas, Baba says, Sanghaniti, it can fetch you not only this, it can fetch you even that. Mm. para. Ha. So, what you are doing is worthy of offering as worship to God. Rest all will follow. So therefore, many things we are already practicing, many virtues we are already practicing. Only thing is, we should be smart, spiritually smart enough to demand from the great God that it is worthy of offering worship to you. So I seek that, not this. And then, this should follow. I mean it. Once Bhagwan was very much annoyed with our class and he called us for interview. And he said, look, Boys, I have given you myself fully. Those days, my goodness, hmm. so much he poured. And he said, you are making only one mistake. I want to connect this Premovahini, this paragraph to what Bhagwan said. Bhagwan said, I am God. Satya Sai Baba said about himself, I am God. This world is the shadow, is my shadow. And you are running after the shadow. Hmm. You can never catch it. Run after God. Daiva Preeti. Run after God. Catch God. Catch me. And your shadow will catch the shadow of this tree which is this world. Hmm. Are you clear, Supushti, sir? Yes, yes. Shadow will also come. Shadow will catch the shadow. Correct. Means, hmm. worldly gains will follow. Yes. God is not interested in keeping your worldly things with him. <laughs> he is not a hoarder. <laughs> Therefore, all the inhibitions I have tried to remove. I am also saying, many things we are already practicing, we are not extracting fully out of it. Yes. Only when the spiritual dimension is known, yes. We will get the total benefit out of our labor. 
which is clear to me now after several years because of blessing of satya sai baba i want to say last sentence once a very senior person from mackenzie mm-hmm. visited our institute satya sai institute of higher learning puttaparthi i was teaching total quality management and he came to deliver lectures on time management we have to do everything in a, a time ours is a time bound phenomena few in a thousand or million breaths time and he came as for real good devotee of baba i am yet to you not even 1% of him and baba gave him interview and he came out of interview room i took him to class and he said in the class i want to end with this what is wrong in our thinking is clarified here see he told us brothers first i want to tell you today what swami told in the interview room on time management hmm. and after i say what satyasai baba told on time management you will find after that whatever i will say for 2 3 hours will be all zero in front of that <laughs> all my knowledge is waste and satyasai baba's wisdom is the best and rest what did he say please every day even now i labor on this some two three people call me and have long sessions with them hours i am actually laboring more now than when i was teacher in the college i get more salary now baba's grace <laughs> <laughs> tranquility satisfaction anyway baba asked him do you know time management fully this man confessed sami in front of you what is our knowledge you will always have something more to say please tell me then he said it is my sincere prayer please record this somewhere is baba supreme grace which when he said this bhagwan said time management means what schedule your priorities first schedule your priorities first and prioritize your schedule next <laughs> what is your priority god or world don't mix up two things god or world god same values same virtues will become so light correct everything else will be added unto you wow schedule your priorities first and prioritize your schedule next, next. <laughs> and if we make mistakes if i have made mistakes i want to end with a prayer and bhagwan has given us that freedom mistakes are bound to take place unless we don't become satyasai until then karacharnakritam va kayajam karmajam va shavananajam va manasam va paradam vihitam avitam va sarvam etat kshamasva जय जय करुणानिधे श्री सत्य साई देव शंभो श्री सत्य साई देव शंभो श्री सत्य साई देव शंभो जय सत्य साई भगवान की जय श्री सत्य साई नाथाय अर्पण थैंक यू सो मच सर फॉर कमिंग टू द स्टूडियो इट इज बीन ए सच ए वाइब्रेंट इंसाइटफुल एंड एनर्जाइजिंग सेशन एंड सो मेनी थिंग्स टू कॉन्टेम्पलेट ऑन but i think the final thought is something very powerful i think we all if we know to keep our goal clear perfect and have that as the priority then everything else as swami says you once you clear about that everything else follows rest is clear thank you so much for coming to the studio it is really swami's blessing that we were able to have you today and we hope that we will have the opportunity to listen to you in the days to come as we delve on different other chapters of prema vahini so dear listeners with that it's time to wind up 
the day long thursday live thank you so much for being with us as always please do keep writing to us it gives us ideas inspirations as well as very useful suggestions as we go ahead in this beautiful task of sharing his message and basking in his love and his glory with prayers to bhagwan we offer this endeavor and the day long Thursday live programs at his lotus feet and seek your goodbye as we march on to another beautiful day ruminating on his love thank you so much sadam you were listening to an episode of our program wahini satsang this episode was first aired on the 3rd August 2017 as part of Thursday live from Prashantinilam on Asia stream of Radio Sai Global Harmony this program was hosted by team Radio Sai's Bishu thank you and sai ram <laughs>